Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It's one thirteen Wisconsin time, Saturday afternoon. It's a beautiful day. I'm at home. It's blue skies. The trees are changing colors. It's full autumn here. It's absolutely gorgeous. I'm doing the podcast today because tomorrow I'm not going to have any time. I know that. So I'm doing it today. And I don't go out and about on Saturdays usually because my little city is freaking insane with people. <laughs> All right, you guys, so thank you so much for stopping by and listening to my podcast. All you new listeners, thank you. And all you original long-time listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you. So appreciate it. My plays are getting to go up a little bit more, which is cool. My listeners are coming up a little bit more. So thank you, thank you. And I do remember seeing that my rating is a 3.7 on Spotify. Yee-hoo! So if you guys want to go ahead and rate me, please do so. Please be kind. If you have any of your own stories you'd like to share, please send me an email at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com. Subject field podcast. Ghost story. Try to keep them a little short if you can. Our Facebook page is Constant Investigators of the Supernatural. Give us a like. Check us out. We're not active right now because there's just nothing to be active. Next year, me and Amanda plan to go to Jefferson City for the Penn State Penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Missouri State Penn. Mm-hmm. That's where our goal is for next year, to do an investigation there. Prices are super affordable. For like five hours of investigating, it's only like 40 bucks. And like for the whole night, for eight hours, it's 100 And then for like uh, five hours for a private investigation, it's like 75 I don't know. The prices are just crazy affordable. So we're looking forward to that. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's definitely going to happen next year. The house has been relatively quiet. Nothing new to report. Um, What else? If you guys want to see, I am in the chat of the most... I keep saying it wrong. The haunted side, excuse me, with Pat McCurdy. I am... I'll just call him Patrick. I am in his chat on his YouTube channel on Tuesday nights and Friday nights. I am a moderator. Usually 7 o'clock my time is when he's on, because he's in Nevada, so he's two hours behind me, I think. Something like that. But anyway, stop on by, say hello, Patty. That'd be cool. Uh, what else? That's about it. Sorry, I was moving something on my phone. So, I found some good stories. Well, it's not a story. It's not a ghost story at all. It's how to summon spirits on Halloween night. It's a neat little walkthrough, like a FAQ kind of thing, kind of, sort of. So let's go ahead and listen to it. Yeah. I don't think it's that long, but I thought it it looks cute. Well, not cute, but very informative for you guys who really want to give this a try. All right. Summoning, summoning ghosts, the beginner's guide. Exploring the mysterious and unknown can present many perks and rewards. Be warned, though, summoning ghosts does come with its fair share of risks and dangers, though. Always be prepared and informed before attempting any type of ev- Evoking. I'll just say evoking. We want the experience to be as safe as possible. He's calling evocation. I'm just calling evoking. What is evoking? Evoking is an attempt to summon or call upon a spirit for an intended purpose. This ceremony has been used throughout history to make contact with many types of entities. Some people use Ouija boards. Others use guides. While some individuals perform some rituals to gather more information and further research, these there are there are those who have commands or requests for the deity to carry out. Um, 
Whatever your motives are for trying to conjure a spirit or ghost, this act should be taken cautiously. You must keep in mind that you will be unlocking the door to the whole other world. The spirit world is not something you should be playing around with or take as a joke. Its knowledge, wisdom, and powers are far beyond anything that we have on our physical world. Reasons for summoning a ghost. The majority of the time, ghosts will make efforts to interact with subjects without any intentional summoning. It could be a relative saying their goodbyes or a past homeowner, a homeowner annoyed about an unwelcome guest. Um, this type of correspondence will, com- will be completely on their, their terms. Initial contact with, without summoning does require patience. Conjuring a spirit puts you in, a char- in charge of the situation, at least more than we would normally be. You'll be asked, you'll be, sorry, you'll get to ask questions you have may, you may have, and hopefully dictate the tone, and of course, the interaction. Most people look, let me back up here, guys. Most people looking to perform an evocation, I don't like that word the way he's saying it, do so because they have been experienced, experiencing some sort of paranormal activity. They are probably not aware of who or what this possible entity is and hope that they are invoking it will bring them answers that they desire. Dangers of summoning ghosts. Yes, of course, there's a risk involved. Opening the doors to the paranormal means welcoming the unknown. Done incorrectly can lead to an extremely dangerous experience. Now, in conjuring spirits, you are potentially offering yourself as a vessel, which is true. This is no guarantee the specific deity you are calling upon will, in fact, be spirit that comes forth. Confidence in yourself and your ability to perform the evocation is one of the most important factors when it comes to summoning ghosts as a beginner. Be sure that your intentions are positive and good. After all, the energy that we put out will have a great impact on the ones that we receive. Right? Right. Your attitude and energy that you put out need to be in balance or in complete harmony. Give a strong impression about the fact that you are humble and respect the entity you're trying to welcome that present, the presence of. Respect. People respect. Don't show signs of fear. Spirits have an unmistakable ability for sniffing out anger or fear. They're drawn to your general sense of emotions. That could be um, how poltergeist starts. That's my own saying, not what I'm reading. <laughs> The moment you give a spirit the impression that you are scared, you will quickly lose control over the situation. Remember, if you lose control, you will appear submissive and at their total mercy. Spirits. Okay, spirits are, are intricate beings and their behavior cannot be predicted with any certainty. Excuse me. By, remembering cal- by remaining calm and surrounding yourself with positive emotions, you are creating more secure environment to with it work. Best approach to summoning ghosts. Although there are many different ways to summon a ghost, if you are a beginner, I highly suggest you follow these techniques further stated below. 1. Use a familiar evocation practice. Sticking to one specific practice has proven to not only be the safest approach, but it will also lead to many successful encounters with such an... I don't know what that says there. Such an ignamic (laughs) matter... Once you've performed several evoca- I don't want evocations, it just doesn't sound right, successfully and feel confident in your ability, then you may want to explore other ways and practices. Until then, it's always the smartest choice is to play it safe. Let's see. There's already enough unknown 
surrounding this matter as it is. Pick up a good night vision camera, as well as review the session after the evocation to learn from any mistakes or uncover unnoticed events. Conjuring spirits with others. If this is your first time ever performing an evocation, it is highly suggested that you, you do so with a group of people. Now, this is not something you will want to be doing alone, especially for your first one. Finding the right people to join and help you is in calling upon a spirit might not be such an easy task, but it will sure be worth it. In order to have a more successful experience, you will want to search for individuals who have some sort of understanding of the subject. It is important that they are respectful and do not show any lack of belief, right? As well, sorry, a well-rounded and serious team will strengthen your chances of your researching your goal, of reaching your goal. I'm just putting random words in all of a sudden. Sorry. (laughs) I would suggest a group of at least four well-qualifying people to begin the summoning. Remember, quality quality over quantity. It is also important that you and the rest of the group agree on who will be leading the evocation. Okay, number three. Don't be indecisive. Some entities can be very mischievous and sneaky. Therefore, it is important that you make a decision as a group on what entity you will be trying to contact. The more confident and united you are as a group, the better. There are a number of darker entities out there that thrive on uncertainty. Excuse me. <laughs> you might have a you might have a de- deity falsely representing an entity you you intend on making contact with. If your whole group is aware and well informed on who you're trying to contact. You ever read something, but you really don't know what you're reading because you don't understand what the hell you're reading? Oh, yeah. This will make it easier for members to recognize a deceitful ghost and take further action. Number four. Are you writing this down, you guys? Come on. Come on. Write it down. Come on. There'll be a test later. Prepare a request before conjuring. Always go into an evocation prepared. A well-thought-out plan will always work in your favor when it comes to indulging with the spirit world. I would suggest everyone in the group write down a couple of questions that you would like to ask the spirit. If you end up coming up with too many requests, decide as a group on the best three to five and give those requests priority. Try to keep your requests simple and easy for the ghost to respond to. Questions with yes or no answers or other one-word responses are usually ideal. You never know how well a spirit will be able to communicate or how long their strength will allow them to keep uh, establish that connection. The easier the questions are to answer, the more informative the experience will turn out. How to summon a ghost. Summons. How to summon a ghost. Once you have enough strong-minded individuals working with you, you're ready to begin the conjuring. <gasps> Woo, it's got goosebumps. Not. Gathering around together in a huddled way, you're able to face and see each other, okay, like in a circle. Light candles and place them all around you. Usually white, you guys, is what I recommend because it's neutral. I'd recommend brand new, un- <laughs> look at that. I'd recommend brand new unscented white candles to avoid any unknown circumstances. See, the candles will offer a pure, well-lit, welcoming environment. On a separate piece of paper, now you write down the letters of the alphabet as well as the words yes and no. You're making your own Ouija, okay? Place them all on the ground or on the table in between the group members. Spread the paper out in a circular ring fashion and set a clear glass upon you're making a Ouija right now okay interesting at this point each person 
participating in the summoning will need to lightly place their index finger on the top of the glass. It is important that everyone keep their finger on the glass until the procedure is officially ended. Excuse me. Begin the evocation session by advising the group to manifest the intended spirit with their first thoughts. Continue to encourage your group members to draw in the entity with all their thoughts, emotions, and energy. Remind the members to be patient. This can and will take as long as the spirit will feel free, will feel as comfortable whenever they want to come forward. Number, oh, number one, summoning chance. Chance, not chance. Chance, like, no. Anyways, as a group, repeat the below phrase three times. Let's say, uh, Karen. No, 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 we're not using that name. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a name. Anne, we call upon you today to join our group of light. After repeating the, repeating the phrase three times, ask the spirit. Ask if the spirit is now with you. If things have gone as planned and the spirit wishes to come forward, the glass should slide on its own towards the scattered pieces of the paper. Once this happens, ask the spirit to verbally, you know, you have to ask it questions that it would only know the answers to, Okay. Um, like, is my hair blonde or is my hair blue or, you know, is my hair red and they, that kind of thing. That way, they then you know it's legit, right? If anyone in the group has doubts about the true identity of the spirit that has contacted, terminate the session immediately. With all of your fingers still on the glass cup, make sure to say goodbye. The last thing you want to do is to do is communicate with an unknown entity who is not being truthful and about their identity. There's that word I hate, malevolent. Entities can be very tricky and even pretend to be a harmless, pretend to be harmless in order to win your trust. Two, questions ask spirits. Once you are certain that it, the right spirit has come forward and is willing to make contact, you may begin asking your questions. Try to stay focused and on track with the question that you have previously put together and selected. Now, it can be easy to feel a little bit overwhelmed to get distracted during such an emotionally uh, charged situation and environment. I have been there before you guys. I totally get it. Staying on track and not deviating too much from what you wanted to ask will help you remain in control and accomplish the intended purpose of the seance. Sometimes simply feeling the presence of a lost loved one or relative can be sufficient gratification for an individual. Three, ending the evocation. It is extremely important that once you have gotten all the answers or information that you are looking for, close the portal. Close the portal. Even if you believe that nothing really happened or evocation process didn't it was not successful, you still want to be on the safe side. Closing the portal to the spirit world will prevent any unwanted spirits from sneaking through. Okay? Now you want to say something along the lines like, I absolve this space of any and all negative energy. May only light, love, and good spirits remain. I now end this evocation. Goodbye. Okay? Even if you have followed all the procedures properly and closed the session, you should always continue to pay attention and be aware of any signs that may come to you. Be very vigilant. Be very vigilant and pay close attention to what is happening around you. Once you've used yourself as a vessel and opened your soul to the spirit world, you may begin to notice things that you might not have before. Tips for a safe summoning. Should that be in the beginning? It, has, it is never a bad idea to take extra steps to, to have a safe experience. 
As an amateur, it is always recommended you go to go the extra mile and follow a few tips when performing your, your first few evocations. Lack of, uh, lack of experience and care can make it easy for plenty of things to go wrong while dealing with the spirit realm. Even though ghosts or spirits don't usually want to hurt you, anything is possible. Prepare mentally. Should this not have been in the beginning of this? Not at the end when it's all done? Making sure that you have a strong emotion and spiritual health will be very helpful when performing evocations. Meditation or even yoga can be great ways to strengthen your own spirit prior to the summoning. This type of preparation will help you achieve higher levels of calmness as well as better self-awareness. A strong bond between your mental and physical state will help you protect yourself against any undesired entities or energies. 2. A safe place. Another thing you should do in order to facilitate a safe experience is to perform in the sum to perform the summer summoning in a location that you feel comfortable with. Choose a place you feel protected in choose a place you feel protected in will help you remain calm and promote okay, that makes sense. Not only will picking a safe space benefit you, but it'll also allow the spirit you are trying to summon to be more trusting and genuine in the whole genuine to the whole process. Let's see. Complement the safe place for protective herbs, crystals, or items to help. Okay, bring in the neg- bring in the um, good energy. Keep the negative energy out. I get it. Set boundaries. Make sure to set firm boundaries for what you will and will not tolerate. If you're not certain of your own boundaries, it is very easy for the entity to take advantage of you. All right. Have clear intentions and make them known when performing any type of seance. Stating your intentions and expectations out loud in clear, confident tone will help give them power. I totally agree to that. It says cleanse yourself in your space. Um, there are plenty of ways to, to cleanse yourself. Smudging, sages, natural herbs, crystal stones, things like that. If you're religious, you may choose to contact a religious leader to help you perform cleansing themselves. In summary, above all, always remember to treat to tread carefully and with its deserved respect. Opening the gate to the spirit world can be an incredible enlightening experience, but it can turn dangerous very quickly. Do you have any experience with the summoning ghosts? And then it goes on and on from there. So I thought that was a pretty good read. Um, I agreed to the majority of, majority of all that. Uh, I would say kind of what they did with the glass, they kind of created their own Ouija board. You can use a Ouija board. Um, excuse me. Same rules apply or guidelines apply um, when you're talking to the Ouija board. What I what um, what you should do or what you could do to confirm that the spirit is who they say they are. You ask them a question that you know the answer to, like, "Do I drive a car? Do I drive a truck? Is my truck?" black is my truck blue that kind of thing give it time to answer if it answers the right colors right model or say what model truck you know vehicle do i drive what color is my hair you know do i have a dog a cat whatever you don't ask them all of those questions you ask them like one okay and i firmly believe that if they reply back to the answer then they're a little bit more you could pretty much uh guarantee that they are they are who you want them to be. And as always, um, 
like they've mentioned before, I say um a lot, I apologize. Like they said before, you want to always say goodbye. And you tell those spirits, I apologize, you cannot stay here. You must stay where you are. Thank you very much for communicating with me. I now end the session. Goodbye. You know, whether you're doing candle magic uh, with the mirror or you're just in candle magic and you end up scribing into your candle of your intentions, which you can do, same thing applies. You have to tell a spirit, I'm sorry you cannot stay. You must leave, you know, uh, that kind of a thing. And you, you always, you know, it's always a good thing to say things like, um, I promote positive energy, no negative energy, stuff like that. So you can even use a pendulum, but the tricky part of a pendulum is you guys don't hold your hand. I mean, don't hold it by your, was it your pointer and your forefinger? You know how you're supposed to hold it with your thumb because your body is moving. You don't really realize it's moving, but it is. So you can actually get, and I've, I've ex- have experimented it here. I don't have one, but I, I'll tell you in a minute. You can get these like triangle things and you hang the pendulum in the middle. Try and work with the pendulum that way. You could put your hand underneath it. Obviously, don't touch it. But just like about an inch below it, put your hand underneath it. And it works. And start, you know, you know, move left or right for yes or no and circle. If it goes in circles, it means it's not sure. Ask again. I have... four pendulums I have one my crystal one and I have it hanging on a knob from my drawer just is long story (laughs) anyways it's hanging there so one day I sat in a chair I was not touching the cabinet and I put my hand underneath the pendulum I was not purposely I didn't want to hold it because I knew that's a bunch of it it's too easy for your body to move and you don't realize it's moving anyways so I put my hand underneath the pendulum. Now, it did move, okay? It wasn't like an, an aggressive move or like, wah, wah, wah. But there was movement, and I wasn't even freaking touching it. It was hanging on my dresser, which I was sitting as still as possible, and I was just like, ooh, you know what I mean? That was pretty cool. Really small movement, but it did move. Um, I will say one thing, though. It takes a lot of energy, you guys. When I was done trying to get that or getting it to move, trying to get it to move, you know, yes or no, I was so fucking drained and tired, you guys. I was like, oh my god, I'm done. Because you have to put in so much energy to, to transfer it into that pendulum to get it to answer you. But it works. So if you are going to use the pendulum, try to buy one of those triangles that has a little hook in the center. Sit it there, put your hand underneath it, and then ask questions that way. And you'll see. And you can even test if it's, if it's your breath, you know, that kind of stuff. Try to figure it out first. It'll work. Um, candle magic does work. Another thing is you can have a white candle. Uh, put scribe something on the ins- on the candle of something your own person that you own yourself, like a, a pencil or a bobby pin or I don't know toothpick, or whatever, so you can draw. You can take a picture of somebody that you've been looking for or you want to talk to, and you can use it with the candle. Look at the picture. Focus really, really hard. And you can talk to the photo and say, so-and-so, how are you doing? I'm trying to contact you. All in all, even with the pendulum, doing EVPs, you have to say, I'm, you have to go. Thank you so much for communicating with me. I really, really appreciate it. You know, and then you end it that way. And then what they recommend is that, like he said, you know, notice things around you within a week. See if things around you are changing. If 
if you see movement, stuff like that, that means that maybe the spirit didn't go back like they were supposed to. Now, I'm, now I'm not saying all spirits are bad. I don't believe in um, demonic. I have to say the word uh, in my head first, and then I can say otherwise I say it backwards. Demonic, I don't believe in that. I just don't. I've never had a spirit follow me home because I believe that when I go on these investigations, I put my intentions out there that you can't follow me home. You stay where you are unless... I feel they need to, like a little girl, she's lost or whatever. I know you guys are like, oh, little girl, no, it could have been a demon. No, 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 no. Nothing bad has ever happened to me. And I've been on tons of investigations. So, so yeah. So, you guys, this is going to be a little bit shorter than my usual podcast by, like, what, five minutes or so? So, enjoy that. Something a little bit different. So, that is how you summon a ghost for beginners. For anybody out there who know what you're doing and so on and so forth, you know what you're doing. On the veil, you can do it, um, what is it, between midnight and 3 a.m., right? Is if you really want to try and conjure or communicate with somebody, your loved one, your past loved one, whatever, an animal, whatever you want. But respect that spirit, and I think they'll respect you. I totally believe in that, you know. Total respect as you would if they were in the living when they were alive. You respect them, and they respect, I think they want that. Because now they're just energy, right? They're not necessarily are always a being or a shape or their energy and you can communicate with energy right Whew, i'm exhausted <laughs> this has been like a um my obviously my paranormal podcast but almost like a kind of like a uh, what's the word i'm looking for a discussion, although I'm the only one discussing it. You guys, you can always leave me a voicemail. I think on Spotify, you can. I always, I can put down, like on my last podcast, uh, under I could, I, I put a question down, like what else would you like me to talk about or read about. So you know, feel free to message me, email me what your thoughts are on demons and paranormal or whatever. <laughs> you guys. Anyways, I think that is all I have. You guys have a phenomenal Halloween. And if you do try to summon a spirit or a ghost, let me know. Let me know how it turns out, man. I'm kind of curious myself. Um, I do have a spirit here in this house. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I haven't seen anything in the house to tell me, hey, Patty, I'm here. I need to talk to you. You know what I mean? I haven't seen or heard any loud enough noises to get my attention to say, hey, I got something for you. Come talk to me. Occasionally, I'll turn on my ghost app that I use just to see uh, what's going on out there. But I think that's all I've got. All right. So with that being said, you guys, it's about a 26-minute podcast. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your day, your evening, wherever you're doing, and listening to me talk about this. I thought it was a neat podcast. Something different. Because obviously, I can't do it on Halloween. So, yeah. I thought the tips on this was really well. Uh, the whole gl- glass thing. There's um, Yvette and Glenn. Oh, not Yvette and Glenn. Uh, Yvette and Carl from Europe. The Most Haunted. The Most Haunted. They have a live show coming up on Halloween night. But they're in England. So it's like freaking four hours ahead of me or something behind whatever. Anyways, those guys usually use that type of um, communication. They will use the glass with the piece of paper and the whole thing. Not necessarily a real Ouija board. But they make a Ouija board. So... I guess figure how else would the spirits be able to communicate with us if they don't know if they can't spell it out for us or if we if you can't do an EVP, how else can they contact us? Via dreams, which I've discussed before. You can. Okay, guys, that's another thing. If you want to talk to your loved ones, 
communicating with your dream before you fall asleep. Now, this may take a few times, okay? Because it's a lot of mental strength, uh, a lot of uh, focusing, and it's very exhausting. You can actually make you sleep very heavy, just, you know, because I've been trying it for something else. You can put a, a, you can chant before you fall asleep, like visit me in my dreams tonight, tell me what you want to see, in my, you know, that kind of thing. And you can fall asleep and you'll fall asleep pretty damn hard. But that is another way to, to get your parents or your sisters, whatever you have that you want to visit you in your dreams, that's another way to get them to come to you. If you don't want to do a Ouija board, you don't want to do the candle, try to get them to, to communicate with you in your dream. All right, give that a try. Serious, man. Yeah, I'm very serious. Yeah, I'm very serious. It'll work. It will work. Okay, so I think I'm finally done now. That's the only thing I can think of. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much once again for listening to my podcast, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural, Facebook, P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W at gmail.com. I'm on Twitch, Patty in Wisconsin, I think it is, but I'm more of a gamer on Twitch. Um, That's all I got. All right, you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much again. This means so much to me for you listening to me, my crazy, raw, crazy-ass podcast. Anyways, you guys, everyone take care. Happy Halloween. Have a safe one. Give out that candy. Be a good person. Just kidding. Everyone's a good person, right? Hmm, maybe. Anyways, you guys, take care. And this is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.